Welcome to U.S. World History and Current Events Mixed Wit and Discussed with Ava McQuaid. Today's question is, was the Seneca Falls Convention of 1848 or the Women's March in 2017 more successful in achieving their original goals? First, let's address our two events, the Seneca Falls Convention of 1848 and the Women's March of 2017. Let's start by doing an information session on the Seneca Falls Convention. The Seneca Falls Convention happened in New York in July 1848, and it was the first National Women's Rights Convention and was a major turning point for women everywhere. It was run by many women, including Mary McClintock, Martha Coffin Wright, and Jane Hunt. The two main people who organized the convention were Lucretia Mott and Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Lucretia Mott grew up in Boston and was a former teacher. She discovered a passion for women's rights when she realized that she was only making half the salary of the men in her building who made the same money. I know, crazy, right? In 1811, she married another teacher, James Mott, and moved to Philadelphia. She became a member of the Society of Friends, known as the Quakers, and traveled the country speaking about topics such as temperance, religion, and peace. She was also an abolitionist and attended the founding meeting of the American Anti-Slavery Society. She also founded a women's auxiliary and was elected president of the group. This caused a rift between the Society of Friends, and they wanted to revoke her membership, although they did not. Lucretia Mott attended the same abolitionist of convention when they were denied the ability to both be seated as a delegate and to speak on the floor because they were, they were women. They left the hall and discussed how they are fighting for African Americans' rights, but aren't acknowledging women's rights as well. They agreed that the first step to conquering this issue would be to have a national convention for women's rights. Although they decided this, they didn't take action until years later. Years later, in 1848, Mott and Stanton met to organize the Women's Convention. Since Stanton lived in Seneca Falls, New York, they planned to have it there. This would be on July 19th and 20th. There would be follow-up meetings in Rochester, New York, and an announcement in the Seneca County Courier would be a convention to discuss the social, civil, and religious condition and rights of women. The first day would be for women only. However, the next day would be open to the general public for a speech by Mott. Instead, there would be a large group of both males and females on the first day who wanted entry. People were thrilled and excited to get in and learn more about the cause. There were 100 to 300 people in attendance. The majority were white, but there were also people of other races present. None of the women felt capable of speaking to the people, so James Mott did instead. On the first day, the Declaration of Sentiments were read. These were based on the Declaration of Independence, and it stated that all men and women are created equal. Along with many other changes that were sure to catch the audience's attention, the, de the Declaration of Sentiments called for the repeal of laws that enforced e unequal tre treatment of women, the recognition of women as the equals of men, the granting of the right to vote, the right for women to speak in churches, and the equal participation of women with men in the various trades, professions, and commerce. Wait, so it sounds like they achieved all their goals. Protests broke out saying that Frederick Douglass would have less opposition if he were talking about animal rights rather than women's rights. 
The Declaration of Sentiments was later published by James Gordon Bennett, publisher of the New York Herald. Even though this was trying to ridicule it, Mott and Stanton simply saw it as an opportunity to get their voices heard and their point across to more people. A primary source from a speech on the convention's goals and purpose, told by Elizabeth Cady Stanton is, we are assembled to protest against a form of government existing without the consent of the governed. To declare our right to be free as man is free, to be represented in the government which we are taxed to support, to have such disgraceful laws as to give man the power to chastise and imprison his wife, to take the wages which she earns, the property which she inherits, and in case of separation, the children of her love. Stanton later co-founded the, the National Women Suffrage Association in 1869. Unfortunately, when women's suffrage did pass, only one signer from the 1848 Seneca Falls Convention, Charlotte Woodward, lived long enough to cast her ballot. Now let's do a quick overview of the Women's March in 2017. In 2017, people participated in women's marches to show their anger at the inauguration of Donald Trump. The women had sustained political resistance to the Trump presidency by running for office, and they challenged men's privilege and power with the hashtag MeToo movement. Everyone kept saying people are going to burn out. Don't highlight all the terrible things that are happening, that are happening said Fatima Goss Graves, chief executive of the National Women's Law Center. But I haven't seen a weakening. On the weekend of January 20, 2018, marchers all around the world came together showing strength. This took place in Osaka, Rome, New York, and Chicago. Donald Trump had appointed conservative judges, which made people very upset. People in this march still had different opinions on topics such as abortion and economic parties, but all disliked Trump. People were debating on if this was a movement or a moment in time, or if this march would continue to go on and make a statement, or if it would just pass. Even though the women's march did not lead to women's rights being solved, it was not a wasted effort, and change does take time. Now we will hear a short clip from a primary source from CBS News. ...for being here had a common theme. And why are you here? I'm here for women's rights and because I have a daughter and I'm looking out for her future. We need to show America that love still from hate. It's time for us to really speak out about why we are so, so alarmed by our new president. Though this was not billed as an anti-Trump march, there was a point to the sea of pink hats. In conclusion, although the Women's Rights March of 2017 brought people together and brought the issue of women's rights to attention, it did not achieve their goal of changing Trump's stance on women's rights. However, the Seneca Falls Convention was very successful in achieving their goals and causing change while getting more people on board with their cause despite people who ridiculed it. So this means that in order to have a more successful approach to achieving change is to speak your mind and be persistent in your goals. Right now, people are trying to overturn Roe v. Wade and our simple right to an abortion. People all over the world are protesting against this, just like Lucretia Mott, to get her voice heard. Being persistent is key. Getting your voice heard is important. We can all learn from people like Elizabeth Cady Stanton when fighting for our rights as people. To conclude, through Throughout the past two centuries, women have had to keep fighting for their rights, even though change has been made. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is the fight for women's rights.